0: The Mary and Josh Daily podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage.
1: Mary. Josh. Daily.
0: Mary. Josh. Daily. No matter how good life looks or feels sometimes, there's always that thing that just follows you everywhere you go, and it's fear. And that can look different for so many people in the area of you're afraid you're going to lose someone you're close to, your kids you worry about constantly, your marriage, your finances. There's so much that creates fear inside of us. And I've worked through, I couldn't even begin to tell you how many issues I've had.
2: It's a big book. Yes, that I'm
0: scared (laughs) about. And I recently heard someone say, you have to talk back to that fear. Hmm. That was the first time I heard that because you know I, I listen to the songs, I'm I'm reading the verses, I'm talking things out, but honestly, there are certain fears in life that that stuff can never even touch it because you're so paralyzed by that fear. So how does it look to actually face it and take it on? And and as I started talking back to my fear you're just picturing what it looks like in front of you. Like it's this person or it's this thing that you can go after yeah. and you can tell it what's up and you can just really let all of those feelings and emotions out. And whether it's, you're holding up a picture, you're looking in the mirror, you're just looking off into the distance. It's giving a face to it so you can finally tackle it and just go after it.
2: I love that. And we can even take it a step further too. And actually that that'll happen just a couple of minutes right here on the river.
0: Talking back doesn't have to be a bad thing when it comes to your fears. And think of that main fear you have in life and just calling that out and looking it in the eye and talking back to it. And I had a counselor share that recently. And for me, it's really helped in a place where I have two people who are a part of my family that I'm very close to. And because of life circumstances, things are not looking good. And I'm terrified to think about doing life without them once they pass on and i've just been really calling it out and looking at it saying i will not give in to and live out of that fear every day because it paralyzes me and robs me of what god has in store
2: well the good thing too is because i know you i know you're not drawing your strength from mary the tough girl you're drawing (laughs) your strength from jesus himself when you have jesus inside of you like that's the only way you can have a victory like that you know so when you hear about talking back to your fear I'm so glad it's not up to me to be big and bad enough and strong enough to put it in its place because I can't. That's that's why fear wins. It's stronger than us. It beats us all the time because we don't have what it takes to conquer it. But Jesus did conquer it. And Jesus continues to conquer it. And use that today as you talk back to go, oh by the way fear I'm not by myself <laughs>
0: yes. there's a
2: good father that's joining me in this battle and he's already beaten you down
0: survival mode every single day as a parent you're doing crazy things just to get by and I'd mentioned just a few minutes ago that I was losing it when a friend texted me the other day and it's her third son so things are a little different and she said we ran out of milk it was time for his nap I was not about to run to the store so I gave him half and half Had in the fridge has
2: never crossed my mind with four kids. I'm sure
0: you've done something along those lines with four kids. Yeah, I
2: I have. Like with our daughter, our only girl was our first, and so she got the double whammy of being a precious little girl and our first kid. Like after a bath or shower, whatever, we'd always wrap her up in a fuzzy, cute little towel, you know, and carry her out and all these different things. Even as she got older, it's like the perfect towel for my little girl. I mentioned we have four kids now. Our youngest is like, Dad! Towel. I'm throwing him a kitchen rag. I'm like, I'm sorry. Dude, this is all I got.
0: Change can be hard, but this is supposed to be a good change when it comes to social media. Now, Facebook, Instagram have a new feature available. Okay. It allows users to turn off likes when they're just scrolling on their feed. And it also allows users to turn off likes on their own. Oh,
2: that's a major adjustment. That's yeah. So huge. for
0: you, being huh. a big social media user, yeah. What are your thoughts? I
2: have I have many thoughts. Um, I don't like it, but I think I need it. Um, uh huh. Does it? So you can't like anybody else's if you turn off that feature, and you can't see that's their. That's
0: what I understand. You
2: can't see their likes, so if comparison is a problem, which it is for a lot of us, so we can't we can't compare like our uh, our Facebook nemesis. To see if their post has more <laughs> has more than us I go back to Facebook a lot of times to see what kind of like activity I'm getting on my posts okay and that's the reason I think I need something like this so I'm gonna I'm gonna search for this setting and see, and see how it feels <laughs> I'm excited and scared at the same time talking He is a professor at MIT. That's where super smart people go. She (laughs) is a super smart graduate student who is going there working really hard. And the other she is a nine-month-old toddler. The Mm. professor realized, okay, like full-time student, full-time mom, she needs a little bit of help here. He bought her like one of those pack and plays, like a travel crib or whatever. Yes. And so not only is he this student's professor and now a a gift provider, but he also is a babysitter when needed. So mom can get some work done. And he said, got a picture holding her and the little girl's like, what's going on? He said, hey, win-win, I'm teaching and I'm playing. I love it.
0: Well, and I love that someone acknowledges that being a mom is hard and trying to do all the things is hard. And if there's anything you can do for someone in a small way, whether it's a pack and play or Uh something else, (laughs) step up and just help out where you can.
2: It's kind of weird when you watch like on the new year when uh, fireworks happen first in Sydney and then, you know, then then it's like London and then like people are celebrating ahead of my time to celebrate. (laughs) That's how I felt a little bit. uh, But now it is officially here, at least for my family. Today is the final day of school. This is it. Everybody is done. I'm pretty (laughs) sure they haven't learned anything at all this week, but that's okay. I've already seen the text coming through like from our neighborhood and our friends where our kids play together and stuff it's like last day now i do have to say (laughs) my wife all she sent back was a smiley face and i understand because she's a teacher and so they still have at least one work day after the final day of school But still for the kids and everybody else, and like for our dog, we'll have people at home now all the time, like, we're (laughs) we're super excited. I finally feel like our personal family fireworks, and I hope yours have already gone off, and y'all are done with school, but if not, your time is coming. Light the fuse, baby! You break it, you buy it. That's usually how it is in stores. What about how it is with family Or you steal it, you return it. It's the way it's supposed to go, probably, but it doesn't always work out that way. Heidi wanted to share.
1: My mom, years ago, I mean, we're talking about 15 years ago, she broke one of my Pampered Chef mixing bowls. She never replaced it. Uh Uh-oh. And I even gave her hints. I said, hey, mom, I'm having a Pampered Chef party. (laughs) She felt that were clued in. So... When she was cleaning up the house after my dad died, I was down in the basement looking at stuff. Here, she had
2: one in the basement the whole time. Oh, come on, (laughs) mom! If you like this, nobody's going to know because of the nature of what it is. Instagram and Facebook are rolling out over the next few days the option in your settings to hide like counts that you Mm -hmm. see when you scroll and also hide the ability for others to like your posts. So essentially you'd not be chasing likes if that's a problem, I guess. Is okay. Maybe the idea. What do you think about this whole thing, Mary? Cause this this could be very divisive, of course. Like most yeah. things
0: i'm gonna go on on a limb i know typically i never like people telling me what to do right. but i think all of us would agree that we've gone off the rails a little bit <laughs> with needing that instant gratification with seeing the likes pop up mm-hmm. so i say how about it's not an option how about they make a Whoa. permanent change and all of us will be a little no. happier. No, you're not I'm, feeling it. First of all,
2: I have this thing about Facebook telling me what to do. Second of all, I got, a, I got a bigger thing about you telling me what Facebook should tell me to do. <laughs> Cute kid stories.
0: All right, Renee, what you got for us? One of my daughters. When she was about three years old, she came in the house and said, Mommy, can you please take my shoes and socks off so my toes can see where they're going? <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Day, shit, it's about almost 30 years ago. And to this day, if she could wear flip-flops every day, that child would.
0: <laughs> Let the love flow. one couple decided they had on their heart to help mamas and dads who are raising babies who might be struggling. This Aww. couple decided to go into local stores in their area and they hide money in baby products so a box of diapers they stuff a 20 dollars bill down in there wow. or a a canister a formula they'll kind of open the lid and they'll shove a hundred dollars in
2: there are that's, you kidding me that's really great my question though is it's kind of cynical um has anyone ever, like, do they know? Or are people contacting the stores going on oh, some, I have someone else's money here? Like, is anyone doing that? Because um. I would, here's it, th- I would be afraid <laughs> that I'm part of some sort of study to go, how honest are new parents? Aww. And I would totally fail that test. <laughs> it really takes a village, though, for each of us to be okay. There's mm-hmm. going to be some point when we need a friend. We may not know how to reach out, but we, need each other and here at the river we have a very specific way for you to do that and the results have simply been fantastic
0: it's our online community through the prayer page at riverradio.com. and dorothy she had posted i've had depression for 30 years been in the hospital three times since Mm. october of last year my anxiety is so bad they don't have meds to fix it like they used to be able to. And I need to learn more coping skills, but it's not really working right now. Please pray for me. Oh, wow. And just life is hard. And then when you add in extra layers of struggles and things we all deal with, you've got to have people to lean on.
2: So that can start at the prayer page. You can request to speak with a the chaplain there. You can receive email alerts when someone clicks. They've prayed for you. You are not alone. Click Connect to find the prayer page it's at riverradio.com. since when is this the sound of kindness you know hmm. you know what that is right
0: a lawnmower
2: yeah exactly um this is the sound of kindness since brett got the idea of mowing his neighbor's yard brett is a 17 year old kid and you normally feel pretty good if a 17 year old and i'm sorry i have a 16 year old i can say this if they see anything besides what's right in front of their face like so if they if they notice you feel amazing and you're probably thinking well the neighbor's elderly or they just don't have no his neighbor is completely capable and would always mow their own yard Mm -hmm. so what gives brett's neighbor is a police officer And he wrote a letter and he started doing this in secret. And he just said, hey, I'm Brett. I'm your neighbor. I'm mowing your yard. I want you to know I'm behind you. Thank you for everything you do. I want you to take that hour and spend it with your family or resting or doing something you love. I mean, I don't know. It's, It's lawn mowing. It's kindness. And it just gives me all the feels today and reminds me you don't have to mow the neighbor's yard, but maybe you should something around each of us needs our attention. Let's step in and make a difference. You
0: got to lead with love in general, but especially when it comes to mental health.
2: And I'm going to be like a good child and ask why, why do we need to do that? And I'll also mm-hmm. throw in this grown-up question of how, thankfully Mary, you and I don't have to answer that. It's way above our pay grade, um, but friend and counselor, Tina Dozer has been answering that question and has been studying the hows and the whys and has some amazing insight we want to share with you as she's joining us.
1: The other unseen piece of this is we have no idea what someone's individual story is. So we don't know what kind of thoughts they're fighting all day long or all night long in their restless sleep. We have no idea what kind of fears still haunt them from their childhood. We don't know people's story. Now, the good news is the Lord knows our story. He sees our life in totality, and that's where healing and true healing can really happen. But the average person doesn't know the other average person's life story. So all they can go on is judging their behaviors or judging their thoughts that they might be sharing. And it's really important to understand there is a story behind everyone. And in that story lies all kinds of reasons why people's behavior might be off or their thoughts might be off. And trying to lead with mercy typically provides an environment where people can feel safe and actually
2: heal. As we break out of some of the pandemic stuff, you might be trying to lose some weight. Well, I suggest maybe you want to gain some. Here's what I mean. My name is Josh, and with a cash-out refinance, you end up with more green in your pocket. And if you decide to make all of that pennies, you're going to need a big pocket, and it's going to be heavy. And more. And United Faith Mortgage is ready and willing to help you do it. You'll gain some weight when you gain some of that money that you can use to improve your home. Pay off high interest rate credit cards. They're a direct lender, so they make their own decisions. It's their own money, and they're in this to help save your family additional money and stress. One of the ways they prove it is by paying your appraisal fee for you. Up to $500. bucks. they will answer every question as many times as they need to. United Faith Mortgage has been partnering with The River for years because they believe their core is the same as ours, faith and family. So pack on those penny pounds. Is that a thing? I guess it's a thing now. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage. Produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.